Hey everybody, it's Eric Torenberg, co-founder, partner of Village Global, a network-driven venture firm. And this is Venture Stories, a podcast covering topics relating to tech and business with world-leading experts. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Village Global's Venture Stories. I'm here today joined by a very special returning guest, fan favorite, Danny Grant. Danny was previously on uh, episodes talking about education and then uh, opportunities in, in the climate uh, tech space, and now is, uh, is pursuing her own company and is a portfolio CEO and is the uh, CEO and co-founder of Jam. Danny, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Eric. It's really fun to be back. Danny, describe for the audience, what is Jam? What inspired you to start it? And what are you, what are you hoping to uh, achieve with it? Yes. Uh, so my co-founder and I met at Cloudflare. We were both product managers there together. And we were actually on this really fun team. Uh, when Cloudflare was like a few hundred people old, uh, they had a moment of, well, we're this big company now. Everyone's really focused on building the current thing. How do we focus on what's next? And so they built a team around that. It was called Product Strategy. And its job was just to build brand new things for Cloudflare. Like things that would be such distractions for the existing team to work on that like they basically shouldn't spend time on, but could be such huge opportunities, like someone should try it. And so Erdisa and I, my co-founder and I, were the two product managers on that team. And we worked with 30 engineers. And our job was to build brand new stuff at Cloudflare. So at different times, both of us were the product managers on Cloudflare Workers, which at the time was like an experiment in serverless computing, but now is, you know, a whole org in Cloudflare. Uh, both of us at different times were PMs on 1.1.1.1, which is their uh, private DNS resolver. At the time, we built it in 21 days, total experiment, uh, but now is, you know, a whole organization in Cloudflare. And I think does 300 billion queries a day, if I remember Matthew's tweet from yesterday. So anyway, we were constantly launching products together and building products and launching them is so fun. This job was like the most fun thing in the world. But every time you launch a product, the internal feedback is, is like, well, it's super painful because there's actually no good way for anyone internal to the company to give feedback. And so humans have this thing, like, you know, babies, when they can't communicate, they cry. So it's like that. And so uh, people are like trying to describe how this product should be better or how it's going to be confusing for customers or, or how it's wrong in some way or broken in some way. And they can't. And so it comes across super agonized and like very emotionally charged. And on the receiving end, you're receiving feedback in all different formats and all different places. People are putting screenshots into emails and sending it to you. Sometimes a whole email thread of screenshots happens and then gets forwarded to you. And at this point, you have to like go through like 20 people's email signatures just to see the feedback and the screenshots are no longer linked. People create like Google Docs of their feedback. People create spreadsheets of their feedback. Some people just invite you to a meeting because they need to point at the screen to show you what they're looking at. And the only thing we wish, like the tool we wish we had at Cloudflare was something that would let you leave essentially the digital equivalent of sticky notes on your product and just let people comment on top. And so when I was about to leave USB, I had been looking at like collaborative learning, like how learning together, building together is really fun. And I was talking with Erdifa again, we were talking about this team and how it works and like the hilarities of the day to day. And we thought, oh man, we just have to build the tool that we would have used ourselves. 
I, I love that. Uh, talk a bit about just sort of the idea maze process a little bit, because you were sort of exploring ideas in education, you're exploring ideas in, in different spaces. And, and then you were, of course, you were an investor at, at, at USV. So you were analyzing companies uh, that were building collaborative tools and, and sort of in adjacent spaces. How, how did you sort of, before you got conviction on Jam, how did you sort of view the landscape of, of collaboration tools? And then uh, let, let's transition to how you navigated the idea maze in, in terms of getting to conviction and, and putting aside some of the other ideas. Yeah. At USV, I looked at all sorts of kind of adjacent spaces. I spent a bunch of time with Albert on no-code tools, um, spent a bunch of time with various people on the team on collaborative learning, um, and learned a bunch from those things. The thing that kept coming up with kind of build together is today the default way people build these sorts of build together companies like Webflow, like collaborative building, is you have to have a whole siloed walled garden. You have to do it all in one controlled space, like retool or like Webflow. And how teams really work is you want the engineers to do their part and then the designers to come in and be able to self-service some tweaks and, you know, the copywriter to come in and just, you know, change, uh, change some words around self-service. But there, there's no great way to, to let each team kind of self-service in these collaborative builds together. And so that's the thing that felt kind of different and missing. So what we're building with Jam is our goal is to build Google Docs for the web, turn any website, any web product into a collaborative doc. So right now you can comment in Jam on any element on the page and leave feedback right there like you could in a doc. But the next thing we're adding is you can click on any element in the doc, make some changes to the styles, make some changes to the copy, and then create a pull request, like as if you had a dev environment, as if you wrote the code, we'll do that automatically for you and be part of building products. Like, everyone should be able to contribute like they like not just the engineering team talk about why jam couldn't have been built in in 2015 or or, or we talk about sort of like the different waves of, of collaboration tools or or different sort of turning points that made things like jam and others possible what why don't you give us some some context there yeah absolutely one of the things that we see over and over and over again in our uh, in our waitlist is when people write in to ask for access to the jam beta they typically say something like my team uses Figma to review design. But the second an engineer starts writing code, we leave Figma. Like Figma is the planning place and now we're looking at a different environment. And I need the same commenting tools I had in Figma now for our staging environment or now for our Vercel preview links. And I'm missing that and Jam looks like that. Um, and so I think everything could have been done, but you know, uh, imagination only goes so far and, and the world works in these like iterative cycles of imagination, iterative cycles of innovation. And so uh, product teams got used to the collaboration style of Figma and now want it for other environments. So we want to build Figma comments uh, for the web. I, I love that. T- talk more about how, how Jam works sort of uh, under the hood or j- j- just talk a bit more, more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So let me tell you first the processes that we're replacing. They're Super, super fascinating and, and just really interesting. And if you're a PM or a designer, when, when you hear other PMs and designers explain it, you're like, oh my God, I relate so much. Um, but it's not totally obvious from the outside. So what teams do today, and, and it's unreal because it's really every team at like big companies, small companies, the companies we all admire how they do things. Uh, they all do things the same way. Uh, so someone will go through staging, like a PM will go through staging looking for like, you know, last minute fixes, you know, maybe some flows don't work, or there's an error that's not caught, or like, the thing doesn't look exactly like the Figma. And then they take a bunch of screenshots. Then afterwards, they go one by one through all their screenshots, and they annotate them. And then they take the screenshots, 
and they may put it into a uh, table in a Google Doc or into a Notion um, with like checkboxes next to each one, or they might put them all into a Dropbox and get share links for each screenshot and then put the share links into a spreadsheet. And then they send that spreadsheet or the Notion or the Google Doc to engineers and they say, hi, <laughs> these are all my fixes. Please look at this and please update the spreadsheet. Please update the Google Doc. Please update the Notion when it's done. So that's the current system. This is like best in class workflow we have today. And like, you know, uh, big companies, small companies, this is, this is it. Um, so how Jam works is a little bit different. Instead, you have commenting just on your site, the same way that you have comments in a Figma, comments in a Google Doc. And what you can do is you, you can just click on elements in the DOM, record a small video that we turn automatically into a GIF. You can um, leave some text to show like, here's what's broken, upload some files, attach a Loom, attach a Figma link, like show how it should be. And then your feedback is just attached there to the element in the page. And even you can send it to Jira, send it to Trello, send it to GitHub, wherever your feedback needs to be sent for all your internal processes. And then whatever Jira you create from Jam or if someone just goes to the Jam link, we've created an automatic annotated screenshot for you without you having to take one. We've grabbed all the system information, like what version of Chrome are you using? What operating system are you in? How big is the screen? And then also your, your comment attached to the exact place in the product. Uh, so that's how Jam works. Talk more about where, where you expect to, to go in the future in terms of what, what's on the roadmap. What have you learned from, from users in, in your beta and, and how you see it, how, how you've evolved it or how, how you see it evolving over time? Yes, uh, we want to build Photoshop for the web. We love building products. We, Erdifa and I used to build side hacks together. Like uh, after I left Cloudflare and went to USB, we would still build stuff together. Like a year ago, exactly, um, we and one more friend uh, all took a trip just to like be in a cabin in the mountains doing a weekend hackathon together. So we just love building. And we think that's one of the most fun things people get to do at work. We're actually one of the first generations of people who get to like have fun at work kind of in this way of building software at, at very little cost and distributing it. And it just, it's just incredible. And so we want to build something that allows more and more and more people to be really part of this. So engineers today spend way too much time checking out branches called like copy fixes or style fixes um, and then kind of making these small changes. All of that takes so long. And it's so like it's so demoralizing because it's a lot of work for a very little impact. And everyone else is sitting around kind of biting their nails, hoping their change gets through. Like the marketing team is graded on what copy changes the engineer chooses to implement from their Google Docs. And the designer gets graded on how the engineer implements their designs that they made in Figma, but they actually have no able like ability to contribute themselves other than to ping over and over and over again. And this is not a fun way to work as a team. So we want to build kind of something that looks more uh, like Google Docs, more like Photoshop, more like Figma, allow everyone to edit, really be part of the product building process, like really touch code. Pretty soon in Jam, you'll be able to click on an element in the DOM, make changes to it, like change the text, change the color, change the font size, uh, change it, and create a pull request right from Jam. Why isn't Figma or Photoshop the sort of, you know, uh, the, uh, get, get into this sort of space more broadly? Or how do you think about sort of incumbents and, and where their opportunities are or challenges are as it relates to something like this or how you see it yourself adjacent to that? Yeah, absolutely. What we hear from all of our users is actually we hear the same thing over and over, which is my team already uses a lot of tools. And uh, the problem is if we create one more tool, even if it's already there in the product, we have to explain to everyone that there's another tool and there's just this like social cost of explaining that there's yet another place you have to go. And so uh, the 
the thing that people need is the ability to use their existing tools, but from within the product, right? So we'll allow people to create PRs in GitHub, but from within their product. It looks to everyone else like they had a dev environment, they wrote some code, but really they're just using Jam from their product. Or like, it'll look to everyone else like you just created a Jira ticket with an annotated screenshot and some system information and system steps to reproduce, but really just took a few clicks and you did it from Jam. And so because there's such a high, heavy integration piece, like integrating with all these tax managers, all these tools the team's already used, it really has to be a dedicated company. It's a big effort. Talk, talk more about the, these workflows for designers and, and PMs in terms of what, what, what they do now, what they, what they currently look like, and how they could potentially be different. Or, or what's oh, Eric, you know what we hear from every designer? This is just amazing. So every designer tells us the same thing. They say what they do is they open up DevTools. They spend an hour changing CSS, making CSS changes until the product looks perfect. Like it looks exactly like how they want it. And then at the end, there's no save button. So they just take a screenshot and then they send it to the engineer and they say, make it look like this. And the engineer gets the screenshot and the engineer has no idea what the designer did because CSS changes aren't like, you know, self-evident. They're not obvious. And also the engineer doesn't have the, or yeah, the engineer doesn't have the eye of the designer. So they spend another hour kind of trying to reverse engineer what is different about this screenshot and what did the designer exactly do? And then when they think they've got it, then they translate it back into the code base. Like the CSS changes you make in DevTools are not in the same place in the code base because compiled code versus the source code. And so this whole workflow is crazy. All we need to do is add a save button in, in your product and let people just collaborate live instead of send back and forth screenshots. Yeah, I love that. What are some of the critical product decisions that you and Erdofa have had to uh, have, have had to make, or sort of forks in the road that you've you've taken certain certain directions, or what, what comes to mind there as in terms of how you've built built Jam out? Oh, so interesting. Well, when we first started, we thought it's like sticky notes, but for your product. So we literally let you leave sticky notes on top of your product. And the first few people we showed it to were like, "This is great." And the second they started using it, they said, this is terrible. <laughs> because what happens is if you have more than like, I don't know, three sticky notes, it covers your whole page, it covers your whole product, and it's just in the way. And if you're a designer, you need a way to zoom out and see the whole page like a user would. And if you've got these notes covering your page, you just can't do that. And so that was one thing that was quite interesting. Then the next iteration we did was we thought, well, Jam is a toolbar. It's a toolbar that makes your team fast. And so a toolbar should live side by side with your product. And so we created this, like, we squished your product into a smaller frame, and then we put Jam side by side with it. And it makes your product look just slightly different because no one really is looking at your product in a, like, slightly narrower frame than standard Chrome. Everyone looks at it in their laptop or on their phones. And when we make your product look just slightly different, uh, you can't actually review it very well. Like, you don't see what the user sees. And so that wasn't quite it either. And so where we settled is there's this kind of sliding toolbar that layers on top. You can move it around. You can hide it. Um, kind of like the detached view in DevTools. But it was, it was interesting, the iterations to get there. You know, the other thing that we learned is this category is hard to get right. Like the standard advice in startups is like, don't get stuff perfect. Just get stuff good enough. Our competition is screenshots over Slack. And so if we, if Jam is slower than taking a screenshot and pushing it over Slack, then people are just going to go back to that, even though it's 
slower overall. Like if you have engineers in another time zone, then the back and forth in Slack is slow and gets lost. And uh, but what we learned is like our one socket server running in Heroku on a seven dollar a month instance just like wasn't going to cut it even after just adding a few customers. We actually really had to focus on speed. We had to make jams fast early. And that was not obvious at the beginning. Totally. Just zoom out here. Let's say if you were back at USV or you were were focused on investing, how would you sort of look at the collaboration tools from sort of a, you know, space for sort of macro perspective in terms of what are criteria of startups that you'd be likely to invest in or or white space or, or how would you sort of think about it or thesis? I spent a lot of time at USB looking at dev tools uh, with Nick and kind of the, if the, the observation Nick had at USB was really interesting. Basically it was that uh, there are some dev tools that are in your flow and there are dev tools that are kind of on the side and the dev tools that tend to accrue more value over time and be able to play more interestingly um, over time are tools that are in the actual flow. And this really drove a lot of the decision-making for jam. Like, uh, we just built an outside dashboard for Jam, but it's just really for managing settings. All your work happens in your workflow. Prevailing thought at USC was uh, people like being in the flow is such a special place to be. That's where everyone is. And that's really driven a lot of the thoughts. So l- let's talk more about Jam. Talk about sort of the, the perfect users, how they can use it, where they can use it. We're excited to announce the, the, the launch today. Uh, t- talk a little bit about that. Oh, we're so excited to launch today. Erdefa and I just, keep talking to our old team at Cloudflare. And like, this is just the tool we wish we had. Uh, it's really, really cool to get it out and can't wait to hear what more people think um, when they sign up and use it. So I, Jam is great for any team that has multiple people in different places, all trying to collaborate on the same product. Anyone who's currently using screenshots over Slack or screenshots over email um, will probably be very happy uh, switching to Jam. It'll just be faster. Um, and we're launching a public beta today. We're letting people in in waves, uh, and you can just claim your spot on jam.dev. Amazing! Uh, it is. A, it's an honor and pleasure to work with you, Erdefa and, and, and team. And if you're listening to this and have not yet gone to jam.dev yet, do it right now. And uh, yeah, maybe we can help you get secure a spot. So feel free to, uh, to, to message me. To uh, cheers to an incredible, uh, an incredible launch, Danny. Congrats on on getting it on getting it out there and all. Yeah, Eric, I just want to say one more thing, which is it has been just incredible to have you on our team and to work with you. I have called you so many times in the last few days as we've geared up for launch and texted you so many times, and you're you've just gone so above and beyond for us, and it does so much work for us. It's like really hard to understate. Uh, it, you're like every like every day you do something for us that is so helpful. Erdefa and I basically slack each other all day. Like, wow, so glad we're working with Eric. Anyway, just really happy and like basically just very grateful to have you on the team. So thank you. That's very kind, Danny. Thank you so much. This has been a great episode. Jam.dev, check it out right now. Upvoted on Product Hunt and uh, to be continued. And and, uh, uh, Danny, uh, uh, this has been a great episode. Talk soon. Talk soon. Bye, Eric. Thanks so much. If you're an early stage entrepreneur, we'd love to hear from you. Check us out at villageglobal.vc.